You're listening to the Bride Chilla Podcast, helping bride chillas and groom chillas plan their wedding minus the bullshit, one podcast at a time. It does. Veronica was just saying the music's like a kids' program because it's happy. Welcome to the Bride Chiller Podcast. It's a pity there's no pictures because we're no, doing. We the are actually signals. dancing along. We're dancing along. If you're new to the show, you're going, "What the hell is going on? Who are these two people?" Well, I'd like to introduce my mother-in-law, Veronica. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey! How's it going? No, it sounds as though I'm already on the cocktails. Hey. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Hi, everyone. Uh, Veronica is uh, a lovely lady and she is a long-time guest. Does that make sense? Uh, yes. You've been on a few times. I've been on a few times. Yeah. Long time is in, sometimes it's a year between yes, visits. it is. But you're always ready to go. Ready to go. I like to watch your eyes light up when I go, hey, would you like to record a podcast? And you're always keen as beans. Yes. Yes. yes! Let's do it. Let's solve some problems. Love it. Love it. The Bride Chiller podcast for new listeners and old listeners, if you just need an update, is all about helping you plan a wedding without losing your marbles. Just be not stressed. Stay calm. Have a good time. Exactly. It's Don't your get, day. It is. Don't get caught up in the nonsense that potentially you could get caught up in. Yes. But if you keep if you keep calm and carry on, not to use someone else's <laughs> IP... You'll get through it. Indeed. Uh, we have made over 250 episodes. This is actually 249 uh, episodes. This is the episode 249, but we've made all these extra episodes, bonus episodes. Wonderful. Which takes us into the 270s. Uh, today, I think I'm going to... What have you got on for today? Well, I'm going to start off with a little, a little uh, update from a Bride Chiller graduate. Wonderful. This is Annie. And she now misses. She is now Mrs. Mrs. Annie. Bride Chiller or Mrs. Annie. And she's been a regular listener, as you will hear, from basically the get-go, from day oh, one. Wonderful. And we love Annie, and I just, I'm very happy to share this message. Hi, Alicia. It's Annie from California. I'm taking a page from your book and recording a message for you while I'm at the airport. My flight has been delayed for about an hour, so what better thing to do than to talk to you? Um, I just wanted to give you an update and check in with you. I think the last time I connected with you was a few months ago, before I got married, and our wedding day was just this past November, so now I'm officially a Bright Chilla graduate. I have to say, I remember when you had mentioned you are going to your cousin Belinda's wedding in Hawaii, basically um, a week or two before our wedding, and I just wanted so bad to invite you to our wedding because I was like oh it's so close for Alicia like it could be convenient but you know I know you have many bride chillers who invite you and you have such a busy life you can't attend everyone's and then you released a few podcasts afterwards saying how you were in San Francisco. And I was like, oh my gosh, I didn't realize that you were going to California as well. Like, we could have met up. But then I pushed that aside as well. I was like, oh, it's okay. Again, Alicia's busy. Like, she's probably just sights- sightseeing and enjoying her vacation off. But then when 
you says that you were sitting at a Starbucks in Cupertino on Homestead and Wolf, I just wanted to kill myself because I live literally five minutes away from that Starbucks. But I know that one, and oh, it was just so close. And I thought oh, it would have been amazing if we had a chance to meet up. What are the chances of that, V? Normally, I'd say one in a trillion. Yeah. But things like that have happened to me. Have they? You were there. When? La- uh, last year. Was it last year? Uh, sorry, we're now in a new year, so mm. it's 2015. Yes. We're in the south of England in a place called Weymouth, and you had booked this fabulous Italian restaurant for our meal. Mm. And you'd come down from London, and we'd arrived from Australia, mm. and you'd organised this meal at this Italian restaurant, an absolute genuine Italian restaurant with Italian waiters. They were really genuinely Italian. They were genuinely Italian <laughs> as opposed to Fake pretending. <laughs> and we walked in the door and the place was crowded. It was full. And the promenade had hundreds of restaurants. <laughs> we walk in this one and this lady sitting there says, Hello, Veronica. That's right, and you did it. And I said, You were like, oh, Who is this? Who's this? And she said, From Australia? I said, Yes. From Tasmania? I said, Yes. And then she mentioned the club that I belong to in the small. What sort of club is that? Oh, a nice club <laughs> for retired gentlewomen. And it turned out to be Strip one. Club. It turned out to be one of our members. I didn't recognise her, and she was at the other end of the world, like I was, mm. and. Um, she recognised me. Now, what are the chances of all that happening, I ask you? Can I one-up you? You may. <laughs> Not to one-up you as a thing, but just to say I was in America and I was doing – this is years ago. Rich and I were engaged and I was when I was working, I went to New York to do a, a film, to, to film some stuff mm-hmm. and my producer and I had gone, just gone to try on the – you know this. She's just saying, I know this story. Yes, I know the story. Amazing. It's amazing. I'll tell the story so everyone knows. So I tried on some wedding dresses. We were walking down Fifth Avenue and then coming towards me was my ex-fiance. In New York? In New York. How many millions of people live there? Millions. Millions. And I hadn't seen him. I hadn't talked to him. He was from Hobart, Tasmania. That's thousands of miles away. And I was like, well, you've got to be kidding me. I've just got a new wedding gown from my new wedding, from my new fiancé. I need this idiot in the road. Jesus. And then I had to go, I thought, maybe I'm having a full mental breakdown, so I had to yell at him across the street just, just to go, I have to just see if you're a real person. I'm not having some sort of episode. Amazing. Yeah, he was just a shock to see me. Mm. And then lovely Becky, the producer, was like, what the hell is going on? And then something clicked about halfway through the conversation where she's like, oh, I know that guy now. Yes. I've heard the stories of that guy. Yes. Anyway, we should let Annie finish. Here we go. I know I'm a little bit against the idea that wedding day, your wedding day should be the best day ever and that's like um, the only thing that you ever look forward to in your whole life. But it really was the best day ever. And a lot of that was thanks to you. Just being able to listen to you and then plan the wedding that we wanted without all the bullshit. You know, it just 
turned out to be everything that we ever hoped and wished for. And, you know, no stresses, um, just a lot of fun and enjoying the company of our friends and family. One thing that's really been different is that my fiance, or my husband and I finally moved in together for the first time. We had never lived together before. It's really exciting and such a fun journey to be able to um, experience that together for the first time being married, but oh my gosh, it is so hard. We would spend our weekends together. They never realized how difficult it would be to really combine your living experiences together. Uh, thank you again for everything you do. I love that we're able to continue our relationship and me being able to share some of my experiences and reconnecting with you is it's really meaningful to me. Thank you for being there, talking to us, to me, with your podcast and being so receptive to our messages and my messages. Thank you. Bye, Alicia. Well, a very big thank you to Annie. And yes. she did send through, I'm going to show you, V, after this, her beautiful wedding photos. They were absolutely stunning. And one thing I did love that she said, because I have this phrase, now you excuse my language, but it is, fuck chair covers. Chair covers? Yeah. Because you don't like them? I think they're stupid. I think they add a bit of romance. <laughs> um, with, the, with the bow ties at the back? No, they're awful. Oh, you know come what? On. He, he's my he's the philosophy behind it to say, on the day, if you're going to put money, if you're going to put five dollars or pounds into covering a chair, which is what they end up costing, would you rather spend? I can't do the maths quick enough. Yes, on what? <laughs> like five hundred dollars. So you got a hundred. Oh, I had to think then. I nearly embarrassed myself. Five hundred bucks covering chairs, or five hundred dollars paying for extra wine or catering or something. Yeah, I see your point. Mm. You've got a point there. Thank you. But cover on chairs. I have been to weddings. Right. And I've been to um, silver wedding anniversaries where that's happened. Yes. Um, and it depends on the type of event. That's true. I mean, if they're god-ugly, fuggly chairs. <laughs> I didn't mean the chairs. It depends on what kind of event. Oh. Your event was not covered chair no, we type had, event. We did not have a covered chair type. We had. No. Do you remember we had mismatch? We got went down no. to some storage place on the property that we got married in, and found this whole room of mismatched chairs, and we thought it was amazing. So we're like, they've got character. They do. Anyway. They do. Anyway, Annie. Thank you. And oh, so the point was, sorry, yes. get to the point, professional here. Annie said instead of covering her chairs, Cheers. they hired a, like the old school basketball game machine that you used to oh, see in an arcade that you throw the ball how in. How wonderful. And she said that's where the money went. So I think it's good. Whatever you find value in, you should put your money in. All right. Here's, okay. our, here's our first voice message or second. Hi, Alicia. I'm a bride chilla who got engaged in March and I'm planning my wedding for September 2017. My fiance and I are a same-sex couple and she's actually off at army basic training all summer, so I've been planning the wedding alone. I'm getting my MBA and she's a chemist and I can't wait to make her listen to your podcast when she gets home. Um, anyway, my question is around mixed gender bridal parties. I'm letting my bridesmaids pick their own blush or champagne dresses. My fiancé is having three men and three women in her bridal party. Any advice on what they should wear? I feel like it's weird if they're matching and mine aren't, but I'm trying to think of a way to visually distinguish the women in her bridal party from the women in mine. Thanks. 
Mallory, thank you for your question. I love this. Yes, this is really good. Yeah, we were both stoked to get this question because there's a lot, I think, with same-sex couples, that there's a lot of different configurations of yes. bridal party. And also what I love about same-sex couples is that you can just make up your own rules. Absolutely. There are as no rules. As can everyone. There are yeah. no rules. As can we all make up our own rules. But I feel like you've got an extra special step ahead to go, oh, bugger it, we'll do what we want, which I love that you're doing this right now. V, what do you think? I agree. Look, um, so how I understand your dilemma is that you want your bridal party to be differentiated from your fiancé's bridal party. Yes. Okay, if that's so, your bridesmaids are going to be wearing blush or champagne dresses. Lovely. Good choice. sounds gorgeous. Mm. Uh, they're sort of pale colours. Um, you haven't said what style, so probably different styles, but they're coordinated in the sense of colour. True. Great. Um, the three women, I don't think you're concerned about the men. After all, what are they going to wear? And maybe just saying with the men, maybe once you decide what the women are going to wear, they could they wear, wear matching something. Ties, cravats, flowers. Whatever. Yep. So we're concerned now about the three women in your fiancé's group. Mm. Um, what should they wear because you don't want them to match with your bridesmaids. No, or be clashy. Be, well, would you think? good thing about blush and champagne, you can't really clash with it. No. Because it's, it's a gorgeous, you know, uh, how to put it. It goes with everything. It really does. So what are the chances of these three women also opting for blush champagne dresses? Maybe have a word with your fiancé to make sure that they don't mm. have dresses of that shade. I mean, they could be emerald, ruby, yes. sapphire, whatever they like, black. And so I suppose it's a matter of, as you said, have the discussion with your fiancé and say, what, are your, what, are you, what guidelines are you going mm. to be giving your ladies? Yes. And then let's work together yep. so we can make sure it's all going to work, but it doesn't have to be matchy-matchy. Yeah. I love the non-matchy-matchy stuff. That sounds great. No, yeah. look... Um, yeah, I mean, at your wedding, mm. the three ladies mm. wore their own black dresses. They did wear black, but yep. it was it was short, long, off the shoulder. I just said wear your best because I know every woman has a good black dress. That's right. And I feel like black is a really com- like for me anyway. Mm. I can put a black dress on. I can mm. change my earrings or a big mm. necklace or something, and I feel great. Yeah. No. Look, I hope that that goes some way mm. to solving it. So my answer is. Have a word with your fiancé, ask her what she is going to be telling her uh, women. Yes. Um, and that you don't want them to wear blush or champagne. I think that boils down to that, doesn't it? I think that's a good yeah. choice. And then if you want them to wear matchy-matchy, then get them to wear the blush and champagne. But it sounds like that's not what you that's want. That's not, yeah. No. Good choice, Mallory. Thank you for listening. I hope your fiancé had a good time training. Oh, do you mind? Good time training in the army. I don't think so. <laughs> Come on. Well, she's look, she's getting it done. She's a chemist. She's training in the army. Wonderful. Bloody hell. Absolutely. That's a worker. She's it a is. worker bean. I hope she's enjoying the show. Yeah. Mallory, good luck. Let us know how you go. Yes. And now we need to go to a very brief but very meaningful break. <laughs> This is the Bride Chiller podcast. You know that because you've been listening to it for nearly 20 minutes. And if you don't, you might be in some sort of catatonic state and we're worried about you. <laughs> Please seek medical assistance. I'm joined today by my gorgeous mother-in-law, Veronica, otherwise known as V. Hello. <laughs> 
We are answering I, your. I, what, I try what? and say hello in different. Hello. Different, hello. Hi. Hello. Hey. There we go. Uh, a variety of hellos from Veronica. We are answering your wedding planning questions, hopefully with some form of uh, decorum and making sure that we get you on the right track without being stressed. Amanda has left us a voice message. Oh, wonderful. Good. Hi Alicia, Amanda here from Boston, Massachusetts. I feel a little spoiled asking you this question, but here it goes anyways. Um, I recently got engaged last November and planning has been a blast. I am decided to be my own um, wedding planner and not hire one myself. Uh, I always had this vision in my mind that I didn't really want a, a bridal shower. I sort of, I personally have the opinion that they're a little bit outdated and I don't really like the um, the whole let's celebrate the bride over and over and over again, shower her with presents multiple times, and the whole opening gifts in front of people thing too also kind of bothers me. But the thing is, is I really, really want some new kitchen gears, you know? Like I started making a, a registry because a friend suggested to have one anyways because certain people like grandmas like to buy presents and they don't necessarily want to give you money at your wedding. So, you know, is it is it as simple as just put your wedding registry link on your wedding website and then guests can choose to either buy you a gift and bring it to the wedding or give you a card with a gift certificate or cash at the wedding? Or is there something else that that's typically common? I, I don't really know the whole etiquette behind gift giving uh, at the wedding when you don't have a bridal shower. Because I really want all the gifts, Alicia. Give me all the gifts, but I don't want a bridal shower. And also, my maid of honor isn't really too um, keen on having a bridal shower either. She kind of proposed the question to me like, you're not going to have a bridal shower, are you? And I'm not saying that she completely helped me make my decision. I already had a preconceived notion that I wasn't going to have one, but she definitely helped a little bit. <sighs> if you could help me with any insight on this, I really want my stand-up mixer and food processor and sharp knives. Please help me, Alicia. I love you. Thank you so much. Bye. Oh, Amanda, you just made our day. We really giggled. Yes. We love you. Yes. Go, Amanda. Go, Amanda. Go, She's... Amanda, with your stand-up mixer. And yes. Your, your sharp, sharp knife. Absolute <laughs> must-haves. Absolute must-haves. I can't encourage you enough to get a good set of knives. Absolutely. Oh, I've got to get one. Have, yeah, we do need is to get a global? global knife. Okay. The Maddox and the Douglases, this is our family. Uh, we're all obsessed with Global Knives. We're not sponsored by Global <laughs> Knives, but I am available if Global Knives wish to sponsor this podcast because, of bloody hell, they're a good knife. Okay. Thoughts and feelings, V? Oh, yes, lots. Um, I don't know what bridal showers, I mean, I do know about and, and we do do it here, mm. but certainly in Australia and possibly England as well, mm. um, I might be going back in time, Please. but you have a wedding register at a department store, especially one that has kitchenware, yes. Amanda. I don't know the names of where you are in Boston. I'm sure they're big department stores. Could be a there. Macy's or a Nordstrom. Yeah. And what you do is you, they should have wedding registers, wedding presents registers, and mm. you can register your name and your fiance's name, and you can 
list all the things that you want. You get to go around with a buzzer, a scanner. Yes. And you get to go. And I will say, Rich and I went to the Christmas sales, the Boxing Day sales in Australia. That's what they call it. It's a post-Christmas sales. It's like our Black Friday. And we've been luckily given a beautiful gift voucher. Yes. Which we then purchased a sharp knife. I'm not even kidding. Yes. But we were there watching a couple with with their wedding register with the with the scanner Ah. going crazy. But then she said, "Oh, we've only got sixty items. We need to double it." And I was like, "Man, just give me the scanner. Let me go." You know, you know why? Because um, you have to give people a choice, Mm. and a choice of, and it boils down to money. Yes. So you need gifts of you know twenty dollars, fifty dollars, a hundred, five hundred, three hundred, whatever. Chuck a thousand dollar one on there for fun. I don't know your circumstances or those <laughs> of your friends. So that's why if they have uh, 120 guests, uh, presents on that couple on that list, they've got to have at least 120 people at the wedding. So, you know, you double the number of people that are coming to your wedding or relatives that are not coming but want to get you a present. And you simply itemise all these wonderful things that you must have, and they're all must-haves. Sure. I absolutely agree with you. And I think one thing with some of the modern uh, options with department stores, and I know a lot of the big US ones, and I know a lot of the Australian ones do, is that if you have a stand mixer that might be five or $600, they will allow people to chip in. So yes. you can only buy $100. Yes, a $100 voucher towards buying the stand something. mixer. Absolutely. And they can also, sometimes friends can say, let's all jump in together. And sometimes their websites allow you to say, we just want to contribute $100 to this KitchenAid bright red stand. Or the Thermomix. That's the latest. Let's just stop Th- for a second. Just, <laughs> let's not go there. While we stayed at lovely Lara's house. This is my sister-in-law, Richard's sister, your daughter, Monica. I know her well, actually. Yes, you do. I was there when she was born. Were you? Yes. Amazing. Lara borrowed this thing called a Thermomix. Now, some people might not know what a Thermomix is. It's from the future. It's supposed to do everything, but... Anyway. It beeps a lot. It tells you how to live your life. (laughs) It's a cooking thing. It's like a... Heating, it's in the kitchen. It's a heating, chopping, dicing, dicing cooking, mixing, mixing. Thermomix. It's from Germany. They're very forward-thinking in Germany. Yes, 2000 Australian dollars. It's a Thank lot you of very money. Much. And I know they're very big business here. I don't know if they're big business in America. I know England's sort of getting involved. Yeah. But people are obsessed with them yeah. in Australia. Well, let's get back to Gosh, Amanda. I'm also not sponsored by Thermomix. Amanda, can I also just butt in? Sorry, V. No, it's all right. I had an etiquette expert on. and I'm sorry I've forgotten her name, but it was a year and a half mm. ago. And one thing I struggled with is that she said you should never include gift registry information in the wedding invitation. And I called bullshit on that because I said, how do people, people know? know? And she said, it's the height of rudeness, you shouldn't do it. Now, I know people are going to write in and say they agree with her, and that is totally cool beans. You can think whatever you want. I personally, as a guest, would rather be guided to where I can purchase a gift yes. without having to chase someone and Find also... Out. We're assuming everyone wants to give someone something for a wedding. What you can put on the invitation is something to words to the effect. Um, uh, Amanda and whatever your fiance's name is mm-hmm. um, have opened a gift registry at somewhere, somewhere, um, and you're very welcome to contribute. Con- not no, you're no. very welcome to no. not to contribute, but to. Um, to look at the... To peruse. 
Yeah, to peruse, lovely word. It just means read, actually. <laughs> to peruse. It's fancy reading, Veronica. Fancy reading. <laughs> to peruse the, the, the wedding gifts. And um, and you can add, you know, you're not obliged to do so, but we thought it might be helpful. Yes. Something just, like that. Just for some guidance. Yeah, rather than just a plain statement that says, wedding gift registry at basis.com. Bias this shit. <laughs> I, but, love, but I love Amanda saying, look... This is the one time where you can go, listen, everyone, you you want to buy me a gift? Here's what I'd like. Yeah, and bridal showers, um, we don't sort of have that much, do we? We don't really have bridal showers. Well, they don't. In Australia and I think the UK and maybe in America, we used to have this thing called the kitchen tea. Oh, yes. This is very archaic. Very old. I remember when I was young, Mm. and that's a long time ago. I went to one, and my mother, who who did have a a weird sense of humour, mm. got me to bring along toilet rolls. Why? <laughs> well, she thought that was something that people needed in the home. As a gift? I was so embarrassed. You did it? I did. Your in those sounded... days, I did what my mum yeah, told me. Yeah, I was going to say, she sounded pretty... Yes. Okay, getting back, getting back to yeah. Amanda. Look, um, don't worry about... You don't have to worry then about gift vouchers or cash because mm. the... The department store will handle all that. They should have a, we do here anyway, They've have got a, wedding, yeah. a wedding department, wedding registries. And as Alicia said, someone can say, look, I just want to contribute $50 towards a new Thermomix, a new global knife. <laughs> we're not getting paid anything I wish for we were because we'd really be cashing in right now. But I hope, you, I hope you've got the message. Forget the bridal showers. Yeah, um, just ask for it all. Yeah, it's just have a big long list of different price ranges to you know allow for everybody and if people ask you um say well look you don't have to pay the whole thing i mean you don't want to end up with six toasters true because that's a waste of time so what happens is they tick it off at at the store they will tick it off that alicia has bought you a toaster Mm. or a thermomix because anybody else coming on saying look i only want to pay 25 bucks for a toaster i'm sorry that's gone it's over Amanda, thank you. She's very funny. Yeah, good one. She's a true bride chiller. Uh, I've got an email here. Courtney got in touch and she says she's from the New York City. The New York love City. New York. We love New York. Finish with that one, V. <laughs> um, I will say I love Veronica takes notes. And that's bloody great. She says, <laughs> Courtney here from New York City and your podcast is keeping me and my beau, Dan. Oh, I love the name. I love beau. My boo. You love Dan too. I love Dan. I love you, Dan. Uh, But not like that. No, no, no. Just a general appreciation. Uh, We're keeping us sane as we plan our 2017 wedding. Seriously, we can't thank you enough. So much of our planning is going awesome, except (gasps) the dressing of the mothers. Oh, dear. My mother-in-law and I have an amazing relationship. Congrats. Lovely. That's nice. My own mother and I are a little oil and water. We don't, I love it, that's a good way to say it. We don't really get each other, but I respect who she is and our differences. My lovely mother-in-law is patiently awaiting my mum's outfit selection per etiquette so as to coordinate and not clash so we can have lovely family photos and she feels like she is not overstepping my mother's role and importance. Well, this they sound very polite. It does. The hard thing is that my mother is probably not going to pick anything until she absolutely must at the last minute. And when she does, it's likely to be sad, drab, and despite 
and despite really not needing to be cheap looking. Mm-hmm. Oh dear. I want my mother to feel good about her choices. I've offered to take my mum shopping. I've asked if I could buy her a dress or two she might like. I've tried sending pictures of frocks that aren't dramatic departure from her comfort zone but might match the affair and be a bit more uplifting. I even tried to get my aunt involved in subtly making suggestions to my mother. Nothing is working. Any tips on how to encourage my mother, dear, to dress up or at least set a minimum minimum set up a game plan about being without being mean so my mother-in-law can pick what she is wearing wow you know do you you know what what tell me tell us i think um what's this this is lovely courtney oh courtney look do you know what courtney you've done an awful lot to help your mother yes you know shopping and offering to buy and pictures and Mm. all that i'd say just let it go you yeah. say to your mother-in-law, you just you just look get as sassy what as you, you want. want. Mm. Well, yeah. I'd just say, look, you go and get what you want to wear. Then go and tell your mother that your mother-in-law is actively looking and going to buy her outfit. Because mm. she's really given her a long lead on that. Oh, I think so too. I think it's time to put a line under it and say, that's what's happening. Um, I'm still happy to help you. Mm. But if you don't want my help, that's fine. You know, we can't wait anymore. It's. I think it's being very polite, and I love all the different avenues. She's been very yeah. mindful of mum. Absolutely. And I like that she's getting along with mother-in-law, especially if she's not getting, if she's not super <laughs> chill with her with own mum. Yes. That's really nice. They've found yeah. each other. No, that's great. And that's what I do. I, I just say to your mother-in-law, go ahead. Shop. Shop. Enjoy. Yes, Get absolutely. a gorgeous outfit. And, and tell, tell, tell your own mother that this is what's, what's happening and you're still there for her should she want your help. Mm. And if she doesn't, let her turn up drab and sad and cheap. Yeah, that's her, that's her bad luck. Well, it is. Yeah. And, and so long, you know, Courtney, that you don't think it reflects badly on you because mm. it probably won't. And it's a hard thing to say to someone if their dress sense isn't what you necessarily like mm. it's, and especially if it's your mother saying, look... Yeah. And I think she's tried very hard. I think she's done really amazingly well. Congrats, Courtney. Yep. You're a true bride chiller and we respect and uh, we like the way that you've been very careful. But also just uh, agree, just step yeah. into it, make it happen. Yep. Good. All the best. All the best, Courtney. Thank you for listening. Thank you for contributing. This is leading us to the, nearly the end of the show. This went quickly. It did. As always. Yeah. We got through like five or six questions. Wow. You've got to go and sit in a webinar. Yes. I'm going Anymore? out for dinner. No, this is the no, end. this is the end. Okay. We might try and uh, do another episode sure. before I depart these great shores. Sure. We'll be heading back to London. But you're coming to visit us this year. Is it this year already? It of is. Of course it is, yes. Uh, July. You are. So we maybe we'll do another episode in July. So if you have mother-in-law specific questions or just questions for Veronica in general, <laughs> now is the time. Now is the time. Have you subscribed to the Bride Chiller podcast yet? This is a rhetorical question. I hope you answered yes. If not, head Do to... Do so now. Yes. Well, that was saying she meant it. Do so now. Thebridechiller.com is where you find all the information. Get in touch. Join the Facebook community. It's a very nice community, V. Yeah, I know. I'm actually on Facebook only because people ask have asked me. You should follow Bride Chiller. And do you know how many friends I've got now? Tell me. I'm actually in double figures. Stop I've got it. 11. <laughs> What are, you, what are you 
talk about on Facebook? I don't talk about anything. Oh. I, I do nothing on Facebook. Yeah. I just get these notifications. And the first time I had one that says, Joe has commented on Dan's status, I thought, oh, Dan must have got married or divorced or mm. something. But no, status doesn't mean that at all. No, it just means maybe it's he said, I like onions. Exactly. Mm. And she's probably gone, good on you. Exactly. And then you found out about it. <laughs> <laughs> the things I know about other people's lives who oh, are mate. not on my Facebook list, I think, why do I have to know this? Well, this is the general question that our society should be answering right now. Why, why do, do I, I have to know this? Why do I, I? Why do I have to know this? Why do they need to share this? Why do they? Yes, exactly. Do you think we overshare? I don't know, but um, as I've only got eleven <laughs> friends on my they're list, they're probably not sharing too much. Uh, they share with their friends, mm. whom I don't know. Um, but no, I never put anything on Facebook. Well, that's good. Even my photo. Just shows from my eyes upwards because I couldn't, I didn't fix the webcam properly. So, so you just took, you just stuck with that random photo. Yeah, from my eyes upwards. It's very mysterious, V. Uh, if you would like to come to the Facebook group and overshare, we encourage you. Just look up Bridechiller Podcast in Facebook. Join. They're a very active community, actually. They help mm. all my bridechillers help each other and groomchillers. They'll say, "Can I have some advice about this dress? Yep. Where do we find this?" People jump on. Mm. I don't even have to do anything. Sometimes they mm. just help themselves. Wonderful. Yeah, good. All right. Thank you for listening. Until next week, Monday's episode. I don't know what it is. I should know. But it's something amazing. You should listen. Well, it's all about brides, isn't it? Yes. And other things. Yeah. And just whatever I want to talk about. Absolutely. It'll be great. Uh, Happy, happy days. Happy days. The Bride Chiller Podcast. The only place a cookie cutter should be used is in the kitchen. Am I right?